0: Welcome to Valley 101, a podcast from the Arizona Republic and azcentral.com where we answer the questions you ask about Metro Phoenix. I'm your host, Kayla White. Today, we're diving into a topic that comes up a lot in the news, wrong way driving. There have been a number of high profile, fatal wrong way crashes in recent memory, and it's jarring every time. The problem affects anyone who ever travels in a car, so pretty much all of us. It's scary. It feels unpredictable, like any of us could be the victim of a wrong-way driver. So we wanted to look into it. What's up with all these wrong-way drivers, and what is Arizona doing to stop them? Taya Francesca Price reports.
1: My name is Taya Francesca-Price. I'm an audio producer at azcentral.com, and ever since first moving to Arizona in 2013, I have wondered about wrong-way drivers and why it seems to be a recurring problem here.
0: Starting route to Deer Valley Community Center.
1: Recently, I visited the Deer Valley Community Center near the junction of the I-17 and Loop 101. It's about five miles south from the Happy Valley roundabouts by the I-17.
0: Turn right onto East Beardsley Road toward Arizona 101 loop west, then keep right.
1: It's a part of the freeway that always comes up when talking to Phoenicians about this issue, but I'd never been there before, so I wanted to check it out for myself and just talk to some people in that area. So I'm standing right now outside the Deer Valley Community Center and as you probably are hearing in the background there's just this gentle rushing sound and that is the interstate, the 101 headed west going towards the junction with I-17 and so there's just a lot of traffic that is just like a constant sound for this place so I'm going to head inside and see if there's somebody to chat with. It was a busy Friday afternoon, and community members were playing bingo, billiards, and just chatting in the lobby. And once the topic of wrong way driving was brought up, people had a few things to say.
0: I don't
2: know
1: One woman. I am Cheryl Stefik described a time when she herself witnessed a wrong-way driver.
0: It was
3: on I-17 about gateway, it was a Sunday morning about 8.30 and I was behind a semi-truck and he started slowing down and I couldn't see why and then all of a sudden a car cut across all the lanes and hit the cement rail and Pretty much totaled out the car, but there was an unmarked police car there, so they were right there and got out and took care of the whole thing. Oh, My gosh, that system out works pretty well because so it highlights. Yeah, right. Yeah, they just work something, but the
0: question is always can
3: they get told them? Oh. Well, and my when I mine was like at 8:30 on a Sunday morning. It's like okay, the bar's closed five hours ago. The
2: right.
0: Yeah, the one in my mind is those two college students. Fox 10
2: News at Noon starts now. A real tragedy on the Black Canyon Freeway today. That's the I-17. DPS 911.
1: Where's your emergency?
3: It happened around 2 a.m. on the I-17 in Phoenix. Public safety officials state the wrong-way driver was a 22-year-old man with Colorado license plates.
1: Um, I was getting off the. We on
0: Happy Valley and there is a car getting on the wrong way. The
3: victims inside the other car, a 19-year-old and 20-year-old, the two apparently were sisters.
1: When wrong-way drivers crash, the impact is significant and often deadly, which is perhaps what makes them so memorable and why headlines can feel so frequent. Governor Doug Ducey has actually talked about this, and even brought it up in his 2018 State of the State Address, emphasizing that action needed to be taken.
2: We wake up too frequently these days to the report of another death on our highways, a wrong-way driver, and in many cases it comes back to drugs or alcohol. You'd think it was obvious by now, but to anyone out there who hasn't gotten the memo, Booze, drugs, and driving don't mix. Your actions are beyond foolish. They are lethal. And we will not tolerate it.
1: Just last year, a bill passed enabling law enforcement to charge wrong-way drivers with a felony. But I wanted to find out what else is being done to prevent this problem. I went to the Arizona Department of Transportation's Traffic Taya. Operations Center. Taya. Yes. Hi, are you Doug? Yeah, oh, hi, Doug
2: Ninsol. nice to, nice to, meet, nice to meet, meet you in person. person. Jim,
1: wonderful. Jim, nice to
2: nice meet you. Nice you. My name is Doug Ninsol, and I'm a spokesman for the Arizona Department of Transportation. I focus on projects in the metropolitan Phoenix area and uh, one of the topics that uh, I work with the media on is wrong way driving and uh, its consequences here in Arizona. My name is Jim Windsor, I'm Deputy State Engineer for the Transportation Systems
3: Management and Operations Division. That's, that's a mouthful, TISMO Division, but our job really is to how best can we maximize the mobility of our freeway system without relying on expansion. Whether we do that through innovation or technology, and we also focus on traffic safety, which wrongway driver obviously is something we focus on as well.
1: Right. Let me open
3: the door for you.
1: <laughs> Inside the traffic control center, there was a flurry of activity. There's just a wall of television screens showing different live stream videos of traffic on the highways. It sort of reminded me of the control room from that film, The Truman Show, starring Jim Carrey.
2: Correct, the potential is there for, I believe, more than 100 up on the uh, the video board. Uh, that we have here in the, the control room. It's divided this way, but they certainly have the capability of going to smaller subsets uh, of uh, video shots if, if necessary.
1: There are about 15 operators who work in shifts to make sure that there's 24-hour monitoring of this system. And these video screens play a crucial role in what the Arizona Department of Transportation, or ADOT, is trying to do to help prevent wrong-way drivers entering the freeway system in the first place. In the middle of 2017, ADOT began using thermal cameras as a way to spot, notify, and trace wrong-way drivers. It's actually the first of its kind in the entire nation, and it's in place along 15 miles of the I-17 freeway, starting with the I-10 stack in downtown Phoenix and going all the way up to the Loop 101 interchange in North Phoenix.
2: If we have a detection along Interstate 17, there's an immediate alarm that sounds here in the control room at ADOT's Traffic Operations Center, and that alarm uh, alerts the operators to check on where that's coming in uh, it it actually comes up on their computer console uh, computer screens right away as well and so they know that they're uh, going into response mode. On a dedicated
3: part of the board you're looking at right there it'll be the thermal image of our detection camera that will automatically be displayed on the board it'll automatically rotate the cameras that are in the area directly to that ramp. So then they can see the headlights of the car, whether when it's on the ramp, whether it continues down the ramp, whether it's headed toward mainline, that gives them the confirmation. If that car enters the mainline, they automatically push single button, which will deploy our DMS message signs to warn drivers going in the correct direction. And it'll also take ramp meters, signals upstream, and turn those red to stop cars from coming onto the freeway. And I say upstream because the wrong way guys go in the wrong direction.
1: At the same time, Doug explained that the Department of Public Safety Dispatch Center and someone from DPS who works within the control room also get that immediate notification.
2: And so that, those are some of the primary things that happen when that alert sounds for us. We have the I-17 that has all the bells and whistles
3: of the wrong way driver detection pilot program, but we also have cameras other places in our system because they're running our traffic signal. So if we can pull those in and use those and be able to capture uh, an incursion and respond quicker, we do that. Well, there was one incident, it was on State Route 101, 75th Avenue. We had a driver, it entered, the operators were notified, they saw the video, the trooper was here, they were notified, they responded, troopers in the field. The troopers in the field were three minutes into their response before the first 911 call came in. That's a huge improvement. They pulled the driver over, I believe, four miles later, but still, four miles is still too far, but it shows you that the early notification gives our law enforcement opportunity to mitigate the wrong way driver.
1: Okay, so the vehicle's now going southbound in the northbound lanes? Yeah, and I don't know if they turned around, like, if they realized it or not, but they, like, passed me and, like, got on. Okay, what kind of vehicle was it? Um, I'm not sure it was, like, a four-door sedan, like, tan colored. Okay. And how long ago did you see him? By two minutes ago. The thermal camera pilot project is worth $4 million and, so far, it's proving more accurate than efforts that ADOT has tried in the past. And this matters because every second counts in responding to a wrong-way driver. Statistically, wrong-way crashes are a small percentage of all motor vehicle crashes in the state, but I still couldn't help wondering. Does this mean Arizona has a unique dilemma, or is it addressing a familiar problem in a new way?
2: Well, Arizona is not unique. Uh, wrongway driving and wrongway crashes occur across the entire country. Um, obviously, there would be rankings of states in terms of the number of uh, events that are happening out there. And I think the last time we checked, Arizona would be somewhere um, close to number 10 in the country. Um, And so that's just the fact that crashes are occurring, tragedies are occurring, it makes it a very important
3: issue here. I think you'll know that in Arizona, we've been putting up wrong way signs, do not enter signs on all the freeways, since I've worked for the Arizona DOT that built 15 miles of freeway. They all have do not enter signs, wrong way signs. We put raised pavement markers on the roadway. If you notice, if you're going at night, they reflect white. But if you're going the wrong wrong direction, they reflect red all that is to try to get the driver's notification that they're going the wrong way. So we've been deploying countermeasures for, for years. I can't even tell you how far back. And we did actually did a uh, WebEx with some other states and we were showing them what we were doing. And we saw that some were using video analytics and it wasn't very good. They didn't have very good results, but it was just regular video analytics. So we went back to the drawing table to see what was available to us. And it was our engineers, in-house engineers, that came up with the FLUR camera that we were already using at traffic signals to run our traffic signals that actually had an inverse direction algorithm. We took it out. We set one up on I-17 just to start using it, just to see how it would work, and we actually got the first wrong-way driver, I think, in June of 2017 that entered I-17 from the ramp. We collected it. The system worked. It cataloged the video, and we just developed the system from there
1: who are the wrong way drivers in the sense of what is the common denominator? Are these people who are confused? Is it very often that, you know, it maybe due to substance? Who are these people and why does this keep occurring?
3: We do have instances where it's an elderly driver, a confused driver, but actually for the crashes, wrong way crashes that we've experienced, I think we average just a little over 60 per year over the last three years. has been from impairment, either drugs or alcohol.
1: How does Arizona's infrastructure, combined with that fact as well, how does that affect wrong-way driving and then how the Department of Transportation is working to address it?
3: Our infrastructure is designed per standards. It's
2: it's state standards, national standards. It's all built to the standards. There has been some confusion about the issue of wrong-way driving and uh, an interchange like I-17 and Happy Valley Road, where the roundabouts are being uh, removed and the diverging diamond design is being utilized at that particular location. It's because our study work showed that a diverging diamond would do a really good job in moving the traffic along Happy Valley Road and crossing over I-17.
1: If you're like me and have ever had the joy of experiencing a 25 minute wait just to get onto a freeway, then you might also be happy to know that there's actually a lot of research going into the best traffic flow practices. The diverging diamond interchange that Doug just mentioned is in fact one of those engineering improvements. This chain link looking design is constructed so that cars don't have to clear opposing traffic when making long turns and this reduces risk
2: Some people were concerned that for some reason, it might encourage someone to be a wrong way driver, but our studies and our look at these uh, types of interchanges have shown it would uh, still be very difficult to become a wrong way driver utilizing the diverging diamond.
3: Why somebody would make a decision to turn wrong way on a ramp that is where we have guide signs above them directing them to the correct ramp, we, we didn't know, and we still don't know, but the The system on I-17 is going to give us data, data that we've never had before, data that no state actually has, and in fact, I don't think anybody in the country has it, is how did the driver enter the freeway system? Did they turn left? Did they turn right? Did they go straight through on a frontage road? That data is going to be invaluable to help us evaluate the system and determine if possibly there are things we can do to help stop incursions from even happening to begin with.
1: People have a lot of different ideas on how to address the problem of wrong-way drivers on the freeways, and a popular one is to put one-directional metal spikes on exit ramps so that a driver going the wrong way would essentially impale their tires. But Jim explained that this idea doesn't work and for a few different reasons. Spikes were made for low speed impact, like what's in a parking lot, and people who are coming off of the highway tend to be going much faster than, say, five miles per hour. Add to that the maintenance upkeep from the weight of semi-trucks and different vehicles, plus dust storms, rain, and other weather situations, and suddenly, Jim said, you'd have to worry about cars going the correct way, too.
3: And then there's also the challenge of even if you did Flatten The spikes were successful in flattening a tire, that doesn't necessarily stop the car from entering the main line. Uh, And a, a drunk driver entering the main line at a high rate of speed with tires that are going flat probably isn't very safe either.
1: The key thing for ADOT is testing the technology that's in place, because the thermal camera system is still within its evaluation stage. Both Jim and Doug said that they want to assess what's working well so that they know how to build from there.
2: There's just no one sure thing that can prevent uh, this from happening especially when we talk about impairment being an issue uh, with wrong way drivers.
1: There are still things that you, as a driver, can do to stay safe, especially when on our freeways.
2: One thing when I talk to DPS troopers, um, the one thing that folks could do in driving our freeways at night is try to stay center to right along the freeways because a wrong way driver uh, in many cases is going to be driving in your left lanes they think they're driving in the right lanes of the freeway once they've entered it because ultimately they think they're going to be looking for an exit ramp they're traveling what they think is the right side of the freeway so if you're staying center to right your, your odds are going to be better that you won't encounter that wrong way vehicle nothing is certain but if you're center on the freeway, uh, maybe avoiding the HOV lane in the middle of the night, uh, you're going to be able to take evasive action.
1: The issue of wrong-way driving and impaired driving is multifaceted and ultimately, technology can't stop it from happening.
2: Uh, We expect that we're going to do all we can to try to reduce the risk uh, with wrong-way drivers. Technology, uh, we can utilize it to reduce the risk It can't prevent someone from uh, being impaired and getting behind the wheel of a vehicle. And uh, that's one thing that we have to continue to do as a statewide community is battle this issue of impaired driving. People are seeing these results with the I-17 system and it's going to be a matter of seeing as we evaluate this, where do we take it from here? Um, We still have those types of questions to answer, but it is coming and we've had these positive results.
0: Hey, it's Kayla again. I want to end this episode by talking with our producer about the big takeaways here. Taya, thank you for that deep dive into wrong way driving in Arizona.
1: I learned a lot while reporting this, and I'm hoping that listeners did too.
0: What were you most surprised to learn?
1: I guess I was most surprised to learn about how impairment plays such a big role when it comes to wrong way driving, because that can really be anybody, whether you're tired, or if you've had a drink, or if you've taken something, and then you get behind the wheel it really can pose a risk.
0: I was surprised to hear that this thermal camera system that the Arizona Department of Transportation is testing along I-17 that will detect wrongway drivers is the first of its kind in the nation.
1: Yeah, I was so fascinated to learn more about that. And I think it's really exciting, too, because Arizona is taking the lead on this. And that's just a reassuring feeling to be in this state.
0: Yeah, it's an optimistic note to end on. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to Valley 101, a podcast from the Arizona Republic and azcentral.com. What questions about Metro Phoenix do you think we should investigate? Let us know at valley101podcast.azcentral.com. You can also tweet or DM us on Twitter at valley101pod. You drive our show and we need your questions and support to make it happen. Please subscribe and rate Valley 101 on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop on Mondays. See you next week.